Welcome to the Talk and Chatter Experience, powered by Gasoline Alley Harley Davidson, Early Motorcycle Tires Australia, and TCX Boots. Let's rip straight in. Um, something we've wanted to do a long time. Michael Kirkness, welcome to Talk and Chatter Experience, mate. Um, three years in, I think, for my show. I don't even know, but it's about that. We've spoken about this for three years. Um, welcome, man. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you. Mate, uh, absolute pleasure to be here. I'm stoked that it's finally happened. I've been <laughs> looking forward to it. Who is Michael Kirkness? Uh, white trash. <laughs> <laughs> Pull that mic a bit closer too, bud. Um, just um, working class dude, you know. Uh, enjoy riding motorcycles. Um, love trying to be a good dad and occasionally try and be a good husband. Just a regular dude. Just a regular. Jetty from the block. Yeah. Kirkness from the block. Yeah. <laughs> um, motorcycling is something you're known for. You're known for being a good dad. You see you around with that as well. So there's a number of different things to you as a person. Um, but where did the motorcycling come from? Because this is what we're sort of about here. Yeah, where did that all come from, mate? Uh, it's been in my family forever, you know. Um, my grandfather used to race bikes. Uh, he was pretty handy at it. Um, you know, used to get around with uh, Roy Easton, Les Fisher and those guys way back in the day. And then my old man was a, was a racer. I don't know to what extent, but, you know, he's always been a burning passion guy of it. And yep. it was just sort of um, almost like there, was, there wasn't going to be any other option, you know, it's just to ride bikes. Were you good from the start? Terrible. Really? Yeah. So <clears throat> we'll take it back a little bit to my, my first senior race meeting, right? There's a guy with the sticker Rubberman Racing, right? Yeah. This is Michael Kirkness, right? And where I, I, I was growing up in Ballina, I was, I was in Brisbane, but raced out of Ballina and had connections in Ballina. Okay. And um, I don't remember the first one, if it was Maryborough or Kempsey, but Kempsey one was in the Cooper Classic. Maryborough was like a wide bay title. And... Um, I think it might have been the, the Kempsey one, but Kaslik basically announced a coup on the hill. This is my first senior meeting, right? Do you remember any of this stuff? Like, no. Nah. No. Nah, nah. So CBR250 wheeled, CR, I'm guessing, at the era. This is what you were on for this era. And I remember just seeing this guy just insanely quick. Now, you would have been 20, 19, 18, something like that. At that point, you obviously developed through a junior career. How did your junior stuff go? Uh, I was never very good, to be honest with you. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I think I got a second in a round of the state title at um, at Tartary on an eighty. Yep. Maybe won a couple of little open things, but never never won an Australian Australian or state title as a kid or whatever. Um, and then sort of when I turned sixteen, I kind of got a bit more of an understanding of it. But we never really had, I don't know, the 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 approach that kids have now was not even consideration to us sort of thing. you know we yep. just did it because it was a good time and mm. our friends were doing it and it was just all about you know go faster how i don't know yep <laughs> yeah just open the throttle yeah that's yeah. right like ferg says here like take the brakes off earlier and just you'll that's be right yeah we, what was the first bike um z50 really yeah so it didn't go the peewee path no nah, never had a peewee never had a kx60 really nah. so what did you get into after the after the z50 which i must say is Realistically, one of the most iconic bikes ever built. Something I'm, you always want to have. I'm talking like Z50A too, you know, like with the steel rollback handlebars yep. and we were too small, so Dad just had uh, bits of RHS on the back where the shocks are supposed to be so it could be lower and stuff, you know, like she wow. was, yeah, ghetto wagon. Uh, then um, XR75, KO, oh, yeah, bubble tank, jobby, silver one. Fantastic bike. Still got it. Do you? Yeah. Do you have the Z2? No. Do you know where it went? Uh, I do know where it went, yeah, but it's long gone now. Ah, that's such a shame, isn't yeah. it? So Z50, that era is the registrable sort of era, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Man. 
XR75, so you have that now. Yep, so my old man, it was hand-me-down. Me, yep. uh, me brother had it, then I got it. And um, dad, once I sort of grew out of it, dad sold it, you know, just to yep. one of his workmates or whatever, cheap. And then years and years and years later, um, you know, like, I don't know how many years, but a lot of years later, yep. I bump into the guy one day. I'm like, oh, what'd you ever do with that XR75? He says, I still got it. I said, do you want to sell it? And he goes, yeah. It's in the same condition as when I bought it off your dad, but so I want the same money. I'm like, mate, done. Let's go get it now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So is this going to be a pass-me-down to Axel or is this something um, that sits in the shed or does it something get used or what's going on with that? It's uh, probably like halfway through a resto thing, you know, just like yep. everything else, shelved. It's all there but it's in yep. pieces for, the, for a rainy day. Yeah. As a kid, did you have the passion for it? Like you, you, you've done it for a long time now. Yeah. Was it just was it just really good fun? Um, man, it was when I was younger. It was was the only thing ever. That, yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything, motorbike magazines when you get up or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I reckon I could recite on any Sunday before I started school. You know, like yeah. it was just it was all there was was racing motorbikes or yeah. not even racing, just motorbikes of any sort. You know, like when I was young, I couldn't wasn't very uh, like it wasn't old enough or good enough to work on them yet. So I just go in the shed and just polish the Kickstarter or you know like I just yeah. wanted to be around me bike all the time that was it it's a funny sensation hey like I, I sort of like the square peg sort of idea like all my mates was you know that era was um you know the brisbane broncos or footy and i was like mert law you know yeah. like <laughs> so you're like we're gonna like same deal on any sunday was the movie i watched yeah. like that was just that was a blockbuster you know there was terminator 2 on any sunday there's only two <laughs> movies 1990 whatever so um i totally get that what a movie though iconic hasn't aged yeah Unbelievable. And, uh, you know, uh, I'll Hawkeye the Bouncer, you know, the hill climb part at uh-huh. the end. Yeah. I met that dude at a hill climb over there one time. No joke. Yeah. Did you get to meet any of the others? Obviously, we'll get to further when you raced over into America, but did you get to meet any of the other guys? Um, like the dirt track guys? Yeah. Yeah, heaps of them. You did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that were in the, on any Sunday time? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Like Aldana's still going over there, man. I can't believe it, eh? Yeah. Yeah, like I watch like certain Instagram, Facebook things and here he's cruising around or has been cruising around. And yeah. Um, where was the first meeting? Like, I think uh, from memory, and I don't know this is definite, but I think you grew up at Warhope. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So what was your club? What was that thing? Was uh, it, was Hastings it? Valley to start with. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yep. First club day was uh, like a muster day, you know. Yep. Uh, 89 KX80 at Molly Milligan's motocross track. <laughs> Get out of town. <laughs> yeah. KX80. So yep. you went from XR75 to KX80? No, I had a YZ80J, you know, the radiator on the front ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had one of them in between. Yeah, the one that everyone still wants. Yeah. Yeah. Had a blowed out rear shock the whole time we owned it. <laughs> oh, no. Do you know where that, do you have that one or do you know where no, that? No, nah. no, no idea where it went. And then straight into a KX? Yep. At that era, were you a Cowie man? Yeah. That was the thing that you were watching and seeing and everything? Yep. First dirt track introduction, like obviously you say motocross there, yep. and you can do jumps. You're one of the ones that can do both. Yeah. Um, not everyone can. <clears throat> no. Um, do you like motocross more? Or? Um, depends where and what or whatever. Yep. But you know, I would I would rather go and ride motocross for the day than go and ride uh, knobby trials tire dirt track for the day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was how it was. Um, or well, I don't know how how it was then. Then it didn't matter. I'd ride up and down the driveway. But yeah. now I would rather ride. You know, it, Appen is a fun joint to go ride for me on 19s or whatever. Yep. Something like that where you get to do some sliding around and stuff or um, or probably go moto. Yeah. Yeah. Who was, like, if, if I look back when you turned senior, like I look at the names across the gate, like Herrick, Bisley, there's a lot of names, you know, Kaslik obviously. Yep. Um, 
you come on the tail end of obviously a little bit of a Watson era. Um, there's a lot of different names there, but as a junior, who do you have? Um, I was thinking about this last night driving up here, you know, because yep. I was, I didn't realise um, that you're a Ballina boy originally. Yep. So like when I, my first ever senior meeting, I was on mm-hmm. my 16th birthday, was Kings of Summerland at Ballina. No joke. I love that place, man. Like Ballina was one of my all-time favourites. <clears throat> and uh, back then it was like the Fisher boys were still going yep. and Troy Daly. Yep. And remember the older skinny dude on that real fast KX250? Always wore a blue T-shirt over his gear. <laughs> Just trying to think who it would be. Older dude. Not Bradford. Oh, I, I couldn't yeah. tell. I wouldn't know his name if you, if, even if I heard Local it. guy. Like yeah, a, I think yeah, he was from there. Richmond River guy. Yeah. Um, but uh, when I was sort of 15, 6, turn and senior, like Marty Blake was still going, man, mm-hmm. and he always had like cool gear and I thought yep. he was pretty cool. Um, but I was a big Tim Bishow fan too. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable, eh? Yeah. So. 19-inch um, front wheel back way back then. Yeah, 1980. Work boots. <laughs> <laughs> well, work boots were like a primary form of riding man, gear, yeah. you know? And now we've, but you don't see him too much. No. Yeah. And he always used to have like this much leg, hairy leg hanging out between the bottom of his leg, le- leathers and the top of his boot. You remember that? Oh, no. I don't he'd know. go in the turn, tuck the front and you're like, whoa, he's crashed and you'd back off behind him and then he'd just pull the back wide open and brrr, back off. The Seriously. Yeah. yeah. It was a wilder race around. True skill. Tell you what, they're, they're <clears throat> daily fishes, a lot of, like Richmond River had a pretty deep, deep club of yeah. good, you know, good races and, um, and that track... And it produced some racing. So, King of Summerland, you're, I think we're about a year or two apart. 16, that's um, probably 2000. Oh, yeah, somewhere there. One of them, yeah, too. I was 185. Five, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, two thousand, right on that sort of. Because <coughs> 2002 was the Aussie Dirt Track titles, Ballina. Yeah. Race it? Yeah. How'd that go for you? Terrible. Really? What, what happened there? Uh, I went there with high hopes, man, and just yep. fell apart. Had what were you on? Uh, CR125, CR250. Yeah. I think we might have had a 450 by then, maybe. Ah, a bit early. You reckon? What did you just say it was? O2. O2. Yeah, they didn't come until a bit I, after. I had an O2. Yeah, maybe it was. Well, oh. when, was it? Were they there again? No. Nah, that was sort of no, well, the last definitely meeting. A, definitely had a 450 then. No joke. That yeah. would have been one of the early, early. Must have been. Yeah, because on three. Yeah, it was O2. It was Ballina, then it went to Maryborough. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Far out. Crazy, hey? yeah. It's a long, it's a long, long time ago, but it's such a vivid memory. I remember someone who I get to work with a little bit now is um, Mick, Josh McFarlane. Yeah. He came on as all powers and this KTM bike that I'd never really seen in all the news. Had two before. mufflers. Yeah, <laughs> you remember it? Yeah. That was the most one of the most trick machines, like a Lenatech sponsorship. Like, yeah. it just came out. Like, we're all doing dirt track in, you know, um, the past. Yeah, prehistoric motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like with a spaceship. Yes, yeah. yeah. Or like, uh, you know, the transition from an XL one seven five, right, <laughs> to now. Yeah. So yeah. that was a pretty cool time. Uh, first dirt track meet. Where was that? Um, I'm sure it would have been Kempsey. Yeah, just for a clubby or whatever. Green Hill Speedway. What sort of uh, foundation does that play in you as a rider? It's a great. Track. Um, I mean, well, I mean, in Warhope, dude, we were like 40 minutes to Kempsey and 40 minutes to Tari. Yep. <clears throat> so we rode oil, you know, twice a month. You would do a club day at both them once a month and then maybe Coffs Harbour. Yeah, right. But um, if we rode oil for – I didn't even know the dirt that dirt, dirt track was a thing to start with, to be honest with you, because we'd only ever been to Kempsey and Tari. Right. And um, and then some friends of ours that we used to ride with, they go like, oh, we're going to Coffs Harbour, you have to come up and try it. And I was like kind of just starting to where I could run at the front of a club day on my 80, you know. Yeah, right. And we go to Coffs Harbour and I take off <clears throat> take off first. Oh, think I'm getting it on 
those dudes come past me like I was in a backwards gear, dude. Like just right. smoked me. Yeah. And uh, that was a big eye open. I wanted to put it in the trailer and go home. I was done. I'm done. <laughs> I don't want this. <laughs> I, 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 I resemble a, a similar story of um, coming back and doing like not racing for air, like riding racing for a long time and going back and doing some club days in Ballina and just finding your feet, oil, great. Yeah. Um, my 250 was 1918, sort of like the um, Bisho setup you're yeah, saying. Yeah. And um, it was awesome. Kingston Catapult, like Goodyear <laughs> tyre like, as well. Like it, I just remember it quite vividly. And then uh, we came back up to Brisbane with it. I got a trials tyre on and that. I thought, oh, well, this would be good practice. And you remember before that the timber was up at North Brizzy, the, they just had tyres at the end? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I just come out. It was just a practice day or whatever on a Sunday. And um, I just ran straight into the tyres because there's no group. <laughs> I just like, yeah, just like what you normally do at Ballina and just grab the brake and that. And I just slid forward because I've never ridden like Dico before, really. It's so weird. It's so foreign, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's very different. Good feeling though. Yeah. Yeah. What, what and, and I'll, I'll have a preconceived thing, but what do you prefer now? Do you prefer high, um, high grip or do you prefer the Dico where you can turn it on and what, what's your feeling? Um... I don't know. I just uh, depends on the circumstance. I think yeah, right. like going and racing four fifties now on dirt doesn't really do that much for me. Right. Um, as far as like trials, tire, knobby setup, like I just leaves me a bit cold. <clears throat> but to go and ride it with a bunch of dudes, it's great fun or whatever. Yep. You know what I mean? So um, yeah. But I, I mean, I'm coming off a pretty poor oil performance on the weekend. So so uh, yeah. Let's get into that. Yeah. You recently crowned as. Young Henry sponsored yeah, ambassador. Did a nature's neck to that. Look at that. Young Henry's a stayer. Um, recently crowned the uh, 20, well, you did 2022 Aussie Fur Track National Champion. Well done on that. Thank you. And as of Sunday last week, um, you got it again. It was tough. It was tough. Um, Gunnar was really good. Like, really, really good. Um, expectations coming into the weekend, expectations coming out of the weekend, and congratulations. How did it all go for the season, mate? Um, I wasn't even probably going to do it, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then Matty Davies, you know, gave me a deal I, I couldn't refuse pretty much. Yep. Uh, so we went down to Appen and, and uh, you know, leading up to Appen, I kept saying to Collie, I'm like, i got to do some training and I can't go down there. And, you know, yep. whereas the year before, I'm like, man, I'm in the box seat. I haven't raced for no 18 months or two years, whatever. Yep. Um, so if I go down there and get beat, I should have got beat, you know. If, but right. if I go down there and win, I'm like, those guys should quit. Anyway, go down there and win it, right? So <laughs> those guys should quit. <laughs> so anyway, go back this year, and uh, it was only a joke, obviously. Yeah. I don't think they should quit. Just yeah. to <laughs> put that asterisk there. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so then this year, I'm like, man, I can't go down there and make it look like it was a, a lucky thing, you know. So I'll um I got to start training and this and that. Yeah. I'll start Monday. <clears throat> Monday rolls around. Next Monday. Yep. Next Monday. Next Monday. Anyway, two weeks before I said the collie. I'm just going to go down there as the old worn-out dude that I am, and if that ain't enough, it ain't enough, you yeah. know. And we done pretty good down there, won both days at Appen, and it was all working pretty good. <clears throat> and then I uh, still wasn't sold on going to Brisbane or doing all of it, and then uh, get talked into it, and I'm like, man, I'll just go up to Brisbane, golf my way through it, just do the best because I probably won't be anywhere near them kids up there. And then uh, Gunnar, they better watch out, you know. Like I'm going to Gunnar to win it. <laughs> I go to Brisbane and win yeah. one day. Go yeah. to Gunnar and should have left it in the van. It was terrible. <laughs> was was it was it terrible? No, nah, it wasn't that bad to be honest. Um, for I don't know for how long, but as I got older, I just developed this thing where I can almost only go as fast as I kind of have to go. Yep. And don't get me wrong, I would have loved to have 
got it on with trainee. Yep. At, but it wasn't there, and I just wasn't willing to go as hard as I needed to go to try and make it happen. So, yeah, yeah. And race wins don't always win championships. You got a championship still, yeah. and um, you're still. It was still like, uh, what do we have? Eighteen and eight, uh, eighteen and fifteen riders. Still like fourth or I got, fifth. Yeah, I got fourth, fourth both days. Yeah, it's, it's not shit house. No, pretty good. I mean, we we rode that practice day there a couple of weeks before, and I oh, so you rode that too. Yeah, yeah, right. My bike was dialed, and I'm like, man, like I was not spending the prize money you know I was pretty I was ready yep. to go there and have at it and then the first session like well, didn't feel like this two weeks ago you know like track was very different and I just I was working on it working on it and I was like you know what it's what we got yeah so how was you know I, I want to go backwards as well but how was AFTN and it's not an ad for AFTN because I do have um, a bit of bias in it too but yeah. How has that changed things from your perspective and you helped along the whole journey too, not just the racing this year, you've been in the conversation since a long yeah. time ago. How has that changed things for the, this sport in Australia a bit? Oh, man, this is a topic that I could go on for yeah. forever. I, I, I just can't understand in my mind how it can't be the natural progression of our sport moving forward. You know, like Max and Tom are being paid to race dirt track at the moment, yeah. all right? Jared Brook just come back from racing a world championship and you still have the old diehards, you know, we've got to have sliders and no, no, we don't. We yeah. don't have to do it like that. Like everywhere everywhere else in the world, that's how they do it. I think that that's, we should line up with that, you know what I mean? And I, I love riding them. I think there's less track prep, there's less money because you can't have as much power really. You know, the tires last longer. Like there's so, there's so many positives and pluses yeah. to it. Um, I, I'm a big supporter of it and that's the main reason why I've been sort of behind Dave and trying to do it and yeah. try and push it because I think it's what we need to do for our future kids, you know. It's, yeah, like it just aligns with the globe. Currently everyone that's racing flat track is on 19-inch wheels front yeah. and back. Um, you, you go to any other race meeting with a different tyre compound, a different tyre, the cost is huge too. Yeah. Take away that part, you know, you're like... The resistance, oh, you got to buy wheels for it, but you got to buy wheels for everything. It's just the way of racing. Just set it up once and then you're pretty much done. Racing you know? ain't cheap. Racing ain't cheap. Yeah, if you want a cheap sport, don't find motorcycles. If you want yeah. a cheap hobby, don't find motorcycles. But um, talking about cheap hobbies, do you see the, my new Honda Spacey that I got? <laughs> I didn't see it. Yeah, it's, that's going to be cheap motorcycling, but yeah. then I found a nitrous kit on eBay the other night for it. So from being the $12 commuter, it's probably not going to be cheap. It's probably not going to be cheap. Favourite track of, of, of the series so far, we've done Appen, North Brizzy, and I don't want to call it favourite so much, but what has been a standout for a couple of those tracks as well, mate? Um, I don't know. Like Honestly, I think that TT layout at Gunnedale the other day was yep. rad track, and when it gets bedded in a little more or whatever, it's going to be wicked. Um, North Brisbane, I actually... Had I actually enjoyed myself, which which is uh, a bit of a rarity there for me sometimes. <laughs> uh, and but Appen, I love Appen, dude. The surface is so good, like from from the pole line to the fence. You know, it's the same consistency, and you yep. can just you can get it on around that joint. It's fun. One of the things to address too is that a couple of people say that it's hard to overtake, but one of the races at Appen, you dropped eight positions, maybe even more. Probably more, yeah. It was a good move, that one, eh? It was a big move, yeah. <laughs> but I had to come back through the field. Yeah. 
So if you want to overtake, there's possibilities. You just got to race. Yeah, I come a long way back through. Surprised myself that race. It was a bloody great race. <clears throat> that was a standout ride. So it is possible to still overtake. Yeah. Really, like if you want to overtake, you can overtake. Yeah. That's true, isn't it? Always. Yeah. Can't just go, go around and, and sort of go through them, or you know, whatever. You're yeah. <laughs> when when did it come a time? Um. Because how do I say this and offend you at the same time? There's a serious guy in here as well that has a good time. Yeah. When did it come a time where you're like, I really want to be serious about this? Because obviously you did because you've done it for a long time and you're bloody good at it. So you have taken it serious. When did that come? Um, to be honest, I, I think that was probably my biggest downfall. <clears throat> I, wish, I wish I could have um, had like more of a mentality like I have now back when I did want to be serious about it. Okay. Um, because I think a lot of the time my approach was wrong to all of it. Uh, yeah. Like, I, and, and to the point where I know everybody grows up and everybody evolves or whatever you want to say, like we all become the people we become through our past or yeah. whatever. <clears throat> but um, looking back on some of it, like there's times when I was like, I'm embarrassed by how I was yeah. about the race, like being cranky or, or you know, like, um, I don't know. I think I, I feel like I almost got faster by by uh, being less serious of it, or, or, or putting less. Um, I don't know. Like you know, you get so caught up in it. And when I was younger too, I was just like, oh, I've got to go faster. Yep. And I was talking to this. I was talking to Darren Herrick at um, Gunnar about this. Like, man, yep. you get. I remember going to West Wylong first time, and Darren was like a magician with the throttle. You know, he was yep. super smooth, always looked good. Whatever. Go to West Wylong. Darren's going through the right hander flat out. Righto, I've got to go through the right hander flat out. There was no, let's have a think about where he's going or what he's doing to yeah. make that happen. Nah, just go through there flat out. You know, I'm off the track and <laughs> then get cranky. You know, like there was yeah. no, there wasn't the right approach to any of it, I think, back then. Yeah, that's a hard one. And I, I don't think anyone had it, eh? No. Well, very little anyway. Troy Ophos, him yeah. and his dad were a hell of a team, man. Like they it's were, combo. they were golfing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Uh, and you know we, we addressed uh, sliders a little bit y your wattos and that they had that sort of a bit of a mentality of that too like there was a yeah there was a seriousness to it wasn't there yeah yeah, yeah. Troy was oh, sorry Troy um, Chris was there for for one reason and that was to just win. to win yeah. yeah there was no trying to make friends or anything else he was there to kick your ass and that's it it's 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 really interesting um, and, and I remember like rocking up a Ballina and be the last one in the gate there's just some games that we had and I see you, Mick. You do a lot of this stuff too in a little way. <laughs> when did that come through, mate? Uh, well, you know, uh, 2000... <laughs> you've got to do it. Yeah, you do. 2006, uh, I think it was. Yep. I finished my apprenticeship order in 05 and moved to Cessnock to work for Chris. Yep. And uh, we were we started hanging out heaps, you know, like we'd go trail riding and he started coming to the races and, and whatever else and just all his sort of stuff. I'd, I'd never... Um, I mean, I feel like I thought I was a bit of a competitive person. That guy is next level. Serious? Yeah. Like him and Troy Ballas probably the two most competitive people I've ever been around. You know, like yep. you know how Troy is. Doesn't matter what it is, he's got to yep. he's got to do it better than you can do. He'll it. He'll rake the yard better. That's right. Yeah. You drink that bottle of water faster. You watch yeah. it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, Chris changed a lot of stuff in my mindset and and, and the racing thing. You know, and, and that that um, what you just said about the the mind games, whatever else yep. too. Like a lot of it you do without even sort of realising you're doing it. Yeah. I'll come in the pits and so on and be like, man, did you, 
why did you do that? I'm like, do what? And they was talking to me. I'm like, oh, I didn't even realise I'd done yeah. it. Yeah. And it just rolls off the tongue. It just, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great to witness. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, and it, and it genuinely is. It's, um, it's a big part of the sport, you know, and it's, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I always remember Chris doing it and you just be, you yeah. just see other people just sitting in the line cooking, just waiting and this is happening and, yeah. you know, um, I see you doing little things and it's, it's good. Chris, Chris told me this story one time. <clears throat> they go to um, Griffith for the whatever it was, some yep. race, <clears throat> yep. and they're going to run a 10-lap final. Right. And um, Chris wins all the heat races of, you know, four, four laps or whatever. Yep. And he goes over to the clerk or steward or whatever and he's like, hey, you need to have a rider's briefing. I'm going to make these guys look like idiots in 10 laps. I'm going to lap them all. Like there's no way we can do a 10-lap race. It's going to ruin the spectacle. <clears throat> so they call a rider's briefing. They're like, Chris, you know, Chris is going to make you guys look real bad. Let's cut it back to six laps. Everyone's like, yeah, 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 righto. I think it was Darren. He's like, no way, leave it 10, leave it 10. Chris couldn't do 10 laps. Didn't have enough fuel tank. Yep. <laughs> he talked him into shortening the race yep. so he could win it. Man, that's a game and a half. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm thinking 10 laps out there, you're going to be cooked. Yeah. <laughs> no fuel. Yeah. yeah, he was that guy. And they did it? They Six shortened months. the race and he won the money, yeah. <laughs> Imagine how many times there's been that game throughout, because he had a long time too. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of that. So, yeah. Who was the rival as a kid? Who was the rival? Like, um, as a kid? No, nah, Troy, Troy was a couple of years below me right. in juniors, so we never really battled as as kids. I think maybe a couple of times on a one two five. Okay, yep. Um, and then once he turned senior, we were probably at each other's throats a heap, and yep. we were good mates during the time, and we'd yep. have our little power, like our little tips or whatever, and then come good again. Um, but yeah, I mean, when I when I was a kid, I can't really even remember because I wasn't that good. You know, when I was on a junior one two five, we had. The two, Zach and Sam Davies and Crowey and Waters and Yarnolds and, like, man, there was so many fast kids. It's deep, eh? Yeah, yeah, massive. And, uh, you know, if I made the final, I was stoked. Like, I was that kid. It's huge. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. And when when Troy came in to talk about it, it was sort of a similar story. It wasn't until the senior that it really sort of started to click. Yeah. He was saying, like, it was quick, but it was so deep in the field of yep. this, like, hard to, you know. Then something just sort of switched on yeah. as a senior and the bike suited and... It's probably similar, similar yeah. story. Started listening to his dad. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to. Yeah. Uh, now, <clears throat> Aussie titles, there's New South Wales titles. As, as a kid growing up, you raced like a load. Did you, did you enjoy the travel, mate? Um, yeah, I mean, it was just part of it. You know, it wasn't yeah. even, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a, wasn't a problem really. My old man was a machine behind the wheel, let me tell you. We had, <laughs> we had it. Shitty old Nissan Patrol. Like at the time, it was all we could, yeah. you know, it's all we had. Whatever, but no air conditioning. We weren't allowed to have the window down. So old man would crack his like this far, and he would go like non-turbo jobby. She'd be second gear up hills, just Jeez. bellow on smoke, man. And we'd drive that thing. He'd he'd drive us to Maryborough. We'd race, get done Sunday night, pack her up. He'd drive home, and he'd be back at work Monday morning. Like that was every weekend. We would go wherever we had to go, and that dude would be back at work Monday. Like drive all night, you know, like. It's full commitment, eh? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy the miles and effort that that he put in. When when did you get out of Warhope? Was this an adult or...? Uh, yeah, well, I lived there until I moved to Cessnock to work for Chris. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. So, so your old man back to Warhope after race meetings every... Yeah. And that's a huge drive because yeah. like every meeting pretty much, apart from your camp season and the likes, 
Tarries, you've got to travel for. Well, we, were, we used to go to Maribor all the time. I love that place up there. And we'd go up there, Kings of Summerland and whatever. We'd yep. go there. You know, uh, they paid good money way back then. They'd yeah. go up there and actually make some money. Yellow envelope. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I reckon I've still got some. Serious? Yeah, I reckon I'd still have some yellow envelopes because mm-hmm. my mum kept everything, dude. All my trophies and ribbons and newspaper clippings. They got so much stuff for me to throw away when they go. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pass it on. Yeah, but yeah. he's got. But there would be yellow envelopes at home in the trophy cabinet with like you know, first place seven hundred fifty bucks or something, you know, like or whatever. That's insane money, eh? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. I reckon. I reckon. Uh, and this would be early, early two thousands. Yeah. I reckon there's a couple of times we go up there and, you know. I know it doesn't seem like much now, but, you know, make like two grand or something, man, and just come home like, whoa, yeah. we can go racing for the rest of our lives on two grand. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, and, and I think one of the huge things from that too is you really look forward to being around like, I never won any of that stuff, but being around the presentation, seeing the guys, like, because it was huge. Like, yeah. it was just, I don't know, the sport, it, it was just such a fun time to yeah. just be around those things. And the Ballina one was always really good out the front of the canteen. And yeah. It was just, it was always fun. You know? It was always fun. Maryborough. So you, you did the fair bit up there, right? Yeah, I loved it there. Yeah. Good track, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So what they have? Wide Bay title. They had Aussie titles like when we were coming through, obviously, with things. Yeah. Um, I don't think they had much. A few Queensland titles now along the way, I guess, too, yeah? Yeah. They had a, they had a Queensland state title there. Uh, must have been 05. I was riding a Suzuki. Right. And um, me and Troy were battling. And he tipped it over him when he was riding a Feeney Husky at the time. Really? Yeah, and uh, he tipped over in one of them, <clears throat> and he beat me in the others. You know, the last race he comes over to me, and he's like, "You're gonna win this championship without beating me in one of these races, fair and square." You know, like trash talking me, trying to make me <laughs> race him. So you know, yeah, yeah, trying to make me crash or yep. whatever. I'm like, probably Troy. <laughs> <laughs> that's gold. That's yeah. yeah, that's the sort of thing. Actually, you guys together, that's a pretty dynamic duo of um, a few games and a bit of fun. Yeah, we did have some wicked races and some good times for sure. Tell me this: it's the same time. And and I, I I think you know him. Three six one's his number. I can't for the life of me remember. I think it's Lee something. Lee Eastham. So it was. Yeah. You, you guys used to have a few yeah. battles too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. From like junior days even actually. Yeah. Like he had a KX one two five. Right. Bit of a surfy dude. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Like cool. Just relaxed yeah. dude. Yeah. Chill out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Three six one was the number. Yeah. And it was definitely Lee. So Lee Eastham was it? Yeah. And then he had an RM two fifty for a while too. Yeah. Right. He come down and done some like a Cobras and yep. um, the Aussies at Kempsey and stuff. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember him. I, I don't know where he was from, but he always seemed to be at Maryborough. Yeah. So he might have been up that way. That, that way. Somewhere, something like that. What's been, over the years, you've had some, you've got a CRF that you you tell me that you like. What's been some of the good bikes? Um, me 2007 YZ 2 stroke is the, yeah. number, is the number one one on the list, man. I, if I had, well, I say if I had one bike, I'd love to have my XR 750 back, but that YZ 250 was... Wicked, yep. like it, we won everything on that thing that year. Aussie wow. long track, Aussie dirt track, New South Wales, Queensland titles, dirt track, long track, every, everything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just, you know, end of the year was Chris's bike, give it back, he puts her on the lot, someone buys it and who knows where it went or what it become, you know, and that thing was a weapon. But so it just disappears. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. Man, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But that was definitely one that I, I'd love to have back. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. They, um, such a good era of racing too, you know. Yeah. You would have had to do some big battles to get through that. Where was 07 um, Aussie title? Um, was that dirt track was at Raymond Terrace. Yeah, okay. Me and Darren Herrick. No joke. Yeah. Now you're racing. Backwards Tom and Herrick. forwards. Yeah, I know. Now I'm racing Tom Herrick. He's uh, he's kid. That's crazy. I was thinking about that last night actually coming into this, mate. I was like, man, um, you know, because I insulted you about age last year on the podium. 
I didn't even yeah, think yeah. it was a real thing until I started thinking about it after you'd said that. Yeah. That's true. And it wasn't supposed to be an insult. It was no, just like... I'm like, I'm not that old. And no. I am that old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're not still. Like, this is the thing. Like, But yeah, Darren Herrick, obviously Thomas Herrick, he raced him this year and, and last year too. Yeah. Um, but, and he's going pretty fast. Yeah, he was going on really fire out there the other day, yeah. It was really, really good. Um, tell me about, like, certain tracks. What's What's... When you go to a track, do you do you do a track walk or do anything, or do you just get on the bike? Uh, back in the day, I, I would you have would? walked around. Yeah, not yeah. so much anymore. No, just go and ride it. Knees are too worn out now to walk that far. Oh my <laughs> yeah, I thought that'd be the case. I don't see you out there doing track walks or anything. No. If it's no, if it's somewhere new and we're there f- for real, like I probably go and have a look around. Yep. Yep. Well, like you're saying about attitude before, was it fun even still when you say that? You took oh, it. Absolutely. You did find the fun. Yeah, yeah, it? absolutely. Yeah. Just, yeah. I just, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if it was, if it's Kylie or it was Axel or whatever, but I just mellowed out in myself. I'm not as angry as a person as I used to be. Because, yeah. like, you look at the dust hustles, like we're going to tomorrow. Yeah. Um, it, it sort of changed as well. Things have changed. Like, yeah. not, not just for you, it just sort of seems like a lot has changed in certain moods, personas, people, um, I don't know, it just, it brings out a cruisy side to motorcycling, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I love, like, when you go onto the track somewhere, say you go onto one of the ride parks or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> am I allowed to move? Mate, you can do what you want, as long as you can come. <laughs> yeah, so you fine. go to one of the ride parks or something, you yep. know, and, and um, there'll be... Have you got a sore back too? No, nah, no. Nah, just sneeze. I've been in the car for hours. Yep. <laughs> um, we go to, um, you know, go into a ride park or whatnot, <clears throat> and there'll be the not flashes car towing an open three rail trailer or a box trailer you know with a bunch of kids bikes and dads whatever yep old dr 250 or something there yeah i mean if we ever take them on the road i'm always windows down <laughs> you know yep. and actually means like that's grassroots dad that's what i'm talking you know? like because that's 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 what it's all about is i love that man like i love the, the whole reason why we ride motorbikes in the first place is not well for me anyway it was never you know i'm gonna race so i can be the world champion yeah. I wanted to race because I wanted to ride bikes because riding bikes is like the funnest thing ever. Yeah. And people forget that. You get so caught up. I think that was a big thing that happened to me in the States when I was over there. You know, like those guys are racing for money. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like that's how they eat and blah, 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 whatever. And yeah. it just be, it almost becomes like we said before, like you become burnt out on, on bikes. On bikes because yeah. it's, you know, like you're working on them and then you're driving to the track and then you're racing and you got to, you know what I mean? Like you just, it's always a constant grind. Yeah. I think the, if you can keep it to where, don't forget why you started doing this. Yeah. Well, that's what works for me anyway, I think. Yeah, 100%. And the events like that. And Dust Hustle is just the best for that. Yeah. It's sort of turned that back to, yeah. you know. No one on there's got an Sunday. ego. No one no. thinks they're the best. They're there to have a great time. It's on any Sunday. You know, it's just about a bit of a good time. When you went to America, like I, rem- I remember the time, um, you know, a few people had done it, but there was not. I don't think there's that many, to be honest with me. No, um, the Armstrong boys had gone over and done like amateur nationals or something. Yep. Uh, and Luke and I, Luke Goff and yeah, I went yeah. at almost the exact same time. What was it, about 2005 uh, or 06? 06. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And neither of us, like we hadn't been talking about going together or nothing. That just so happened that we ended up going at the, almost the oh, exact wow. same time, yeah. Yeah. But, um, man, like even that, what a different world. Yeah. You know, there was no social media or smartphones or like I, I created an email address and learn how to use an email so I could talk to people over there. I mean, like I didn't have none of that stuff. Damn. You unplug the telephone out of the wall and plug it into your computer so you can use the internet, you know? Like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Crazy. Um, how, how did it, because 
and I might be wrong, but did did Castlick have something to do with any of that? No, no, no. no. You just all yourself yep. got into it. Massive on any Sunday fan, <clears throat> so would always like, yeah, you know, joke about it or whatever. And then um, I don't know, hadn't really thought about it too much, and then bought um, Road Racer X magazine at the news agency one week, yep. and it had this big like five page spread in there <clears throat> um, on Henry Wiles. The, yep. the boy or the man who could be Prince or something. He just won Peoria TT, yep. either his first goal or for the second time, I don't remember. And um, and I'm like, man, how rad is this? You know, like Peoria is like one of the most beautiful places ever. And uh, so anyway, I'm looking at him like, I'm going over there. I can go and do this, blah, blah. I start like having a look on the work computer because they had Google or whatever, you know. <laughs> whatever it was at the time. <laughs> and uh, having a look around, the Suzuki team pops up, you know, and whatever. And... and um, and there was a, a flat track forum going back yep. then. And <laughs> my girlfriend at the time puts on like coming to America and we're so green and hopeless at it. She yep. spells coming wrong even like C-O-M-M-I-N-G, you know. Yep. And yep. Uh, anyway, that's, I'll, I'll remember that because the guy's like, if you guys are trying to look professional and get a ride over there, you might want to spell your heading right, you know, like you get a shot at us. I'm like, okay. Anyway, a uh, couple, of, couple of guys are like, oh, you know, we'd be interested, blah, blah, whatever. And then I rang the Suzuki dirt track shop, you know, their phone number was on the internet. I ring this one night and Travis answers the phone. He's like, hell yeah, man, come on over. We'll find something for you to ride. Yep. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm trying to be like, you know, oh, my name's Michael and blah, blah, blah. If I knew what rednecks I was getting involved with, it would have been a different approach. But anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, I said to me, dad, oh, I've been talking to these guys. They've got enough, they've got a bike for me I can ride, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, you know, it's easy to make promises from the other side of the world, yada, yada. Yeah. He was against it. Wow. And then uh, anyway, I'm like, hey, I'm going. And mum says to him, if he gets over there and gets lost, you're going to have to go and find him. So you might as well just go with him. He's like, oh, all right then. So he's like not stoked on it. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, we get over there and those dudes couldn't have been more helpful. Like, you know, his parts and whatever. We had to build a bike or not, but yeah, yeah it was unbelievable. So did you finish your apprenticeship at that time? Because yeah. it's right in that, yeah. right in that time. Yeah. yeah, I finished in 05 and then yep. went over there in August 06. So you had to work on your own bike and everything? Yeah. And what, what was the bike? Uh, RMZ 450. Yep. So I went and rode with the Suzuki team. And that was like, you know, those things were new. But those guys had all the cool stuff or whatever and we got to build a bike out of what they had sort of left lying around or whatever. But it was unreal, man. It was amazing. What was your first feeling when you, you know, like that's, <clears> especially then, like the world's gotten smaller and smaller every year it does. Um, that's a huge jump. Yeah. What was it? Very, uh, well, yeah, very sheltered, I would say, as far yeah. as any of that sort of stuff goes. But um, we we land over there yeah. and turn up to the, you know, the got the shop address thing and we turn up there the next morning in our rental car. And so the Suzuki big truck's there. Brian Smith was riding for uh, Maroney's. He's, because they'd all just come back from uh, Castle Rocks. So they're all like coming back from a West Coast swing and then that weekend was Peoria. Yeah. So they all stay in town. So Coolbeth's there with his truck. Um, the Suzuki guys are there, obviously their truck's there. I forget who else had a truck there. Oh, Mies was there with his truck. There was a bunch of dudes. Like we pull into this place and there's like five big trucks. All, and I'm like, yeah. holy dooly, we've like died and gone to dirt track heaven. Like this is <laughs> it, you know? Yep, yep. And uh, yeah, it was it was unreal. And all them dudes all there like to start with too. Like just get to meet all the baddest dudes from the get go. It was cool. That's that's such a good intro. Yeah. Like to be day one. Yeah. Where did where was your first sort of test? <clears throat> um, so we went. Uh, we were organising the go or whatever, and 
we're flying out on Tuesday or Wednesday or something. I'm not yep. sure exactly the day. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, that weekend, my man's like, just stay home this weekend. Don't go doing anything, blah, blah, whatever. No worries. Michael's got to go riding. Yep. Crashed on Sunday, broke my wrist. Broke, oh, me, no. broke me right wrist yeah, in three places on, on yep. the Sunday. <clears throat> that was a cool phone call to ring and tell him that I'd broken my arm. Yep. Anyway, fly over there, get the bike ready. That uh, Friday night it must have been, there's this... Um, Little clay short track, which it was a, it was called a hot shoe back then. Okay. So it was like a, not quite a national, but almost. Yep. <clears throat> and everyone's there, Chris Carr, and like everyone's there. Anyway, I turn up, and my credential or whatever hadn't arrived yet. Yep. <clears throat> so I go over to the sign-on trail. I'm like, oh hi, uh, my name is Michael. I'm here to race. And the lady's like, oh yeah, I've heard you're coming, mate. No worries. Just sign there. Away you go. I'm like, well, that's it. It's different like, home. I do. <laughs> so anyway, um, I got this bike and I'd never – it was so different back then, man. Like I'd never ridden on a 19-inch tyre yep. before I got over there. I hadn't ridden on a bike that low. Certainly hadn't been practising with no front brake. Yep. Anyway, get to the track and uh, and the guy's like, hey, where's your steel shoe? I'm like, oh, I don't use one. I go, oh, you're going to need to use one here. I'm like, ah, oh, she'll be right. Out I go, wet clay, high bank, little short track. Holy dooly, man, like just you tear me leg off. Anyway, they're like, oh, you sure you don't want a steel shoe? I'm like, man, I'm, maybe I'll, I'll see how I go. Anyway, I'll make the main event that night, right? And um, uh, Paul Lynch ends up loaning me his boot and steel shoe for the main event. Like, these dudes are blown away, like all these guys. I don't think – I don't know if Coolberth Road or whatever. And that was his, like, first year he won the championship. Yeah. But all these guys, like, hanging over the fence and cheering for me. First night there, they're like, they're like, can't believe you made the main event, dude. And I've just cut this plaster off. I've got me little feeble wrist all taped up like it was dude. next level. Yeah, yeah, man. And they were pumped on it. And they yeah. were. That, I think that was maybe why I ended up being able to hang out with that team for so long. Like, they were stoked that we yep. could just turn up and do that or whatever. But, um, yeah, culture shock. Massive. And everyone was on framers too. I was like the only dude in the final on a stock frame bike and it was a pretty cool night. Wow. And that's in such a boom time too. Oh, yeah. Like it was cranking along. It was really cranking. Hard, you it know? was cranking. Deep, like um, deep amount of riders, money in the sport. Yeah. Um, season? Full season for the first one? No, we done uh, 28 days. So I went over and done <clears throat> um, like rode that Quincy uh, then they do like Galesburg, which is like a junior speedway size little cushion short track, like real fluffy. And they put 18 dudes on there like it's chaos, man. First corner would be great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then Peoria. Then the following weekend we went down like three outlaw races. And then the weekend after that was Springfield, rode the short track and then watched the mile on the Sunday. Peoria. Tell us about that. Best place. Oh, I love it, man. Peoria was my Flat track heaven. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. So like, uh, it's a big like natural amphitheater. You know, like it's in a big valley, Thunder Valley. Yep. <clears throat> big grassy hills both sides, big trees for shade or whatever, and just thousands and thousands of drunk dudes yelling and cheering and carrying on, and like a sick dirt track. When it's good, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah. high grip. Um, yeah. Just good crowds. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. The jumps so, gnarly. Like it's a rad place. Springfield day one. Uh, obviously, you ride the short track. Spectate the other one. Yeah. What's your first introduction to that? Like when you watch it, like you're thinking, oh, yeah, that's pretty fast. Well, yeah. Like? yeah. Well, because it's 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 so small and like it's just different to anything we mm. had ever seen or done, you know. And there's uh, 120 dudes or something enter, and there's no, you know, pro singles and expert twins and whatever. There's 120 experts there, yep. all riding 450s, all against each other. You do 
three four lap qualifying sessions. The first one's a freebie. Then the next, they do so you do two qualifiers. Yep. Top uh, sixty guys make the program. Yep. If you aren't the fastest sixty, which is like eight tenths of a second difference between first and sixtieth, if you're outside that. Put her in the trailer, right? It's all over. That's brutal, eh? Yeah. And that was our first night. We get there and like go around, I'm like, ah, oh, okay, so yep. what do we do now? They're like, take your shit off, dude, you're done. <laughs> Just walk away. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. It's a tough sport, eh? Because yeah, there's so, so many people. You yeah. go to Daytona. Yeah. We go to Daytona short track, they run a double header, you know, like round one on a Tuesday and round two on the Wednesday or whatever, yep. you know? And there was, there's been guys that will win the first night and then not time in the second night. So they watched the program the second night. They won the thing the first night and then not even make the 60 rider cut the second day. That'd be a real kick, eh? Oh. Like just a brutal kick. And when you're talking no time. Yeah, you're on so the bubble, man. You're like yep. four tenths off. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you're going to be watching. It's over. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. That would be tough. Yeah. Where did you base yourself? Uh, in Missouri for the first uh, quite a bit and then yep. Illinois for the end. Yeah, okay. Yep. yep. Even there, like uh, you're in the middle. Jeez, you would have done some Ks over the time. Yeah. So, like, if you have a look at the years, like, that's six. Um, we did a little bit in six, six, a little bit in seven. Nine was the full... Eight, nine, eight, nine ten, full, full years. Full yeah. digs, eight. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. But in, in between all that, too, you came back and did stuff here, right? Yeah. I never had a proper visa or nothing. Yeah. No. No. My whole American deal was all bootlegged the whole time. <laughs> that's terrible. Terrible. Yeah. No insurance, no nothing, man. Spent most of my life over there driving unregistered, uninsured cars the whole night. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's... I learned from the best. That's what I'm saying. The dudes I got tangled up with were just straight. <laughs> so you look at the, um, you know, the first call, oh, it's Michael over here. Yeah, you know, trying to be prim and proper. Prim and yeah. proper. Was, it, was it the Wild West when you did get there? Like yeah, they, those yeah? guys, yeah. yeah. Yeah, feral. Really? Yeah, so cool. But... What are the bikes like? Um, really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, especially to start with, like when I first got there, man, it was Suzuki budget. It was Suzuki factory team parts connection. Ah, uh, sorry, um, yeah, parts unlimited. You know, like it was, it was wicked. You that's know? unbelievable. Man. You think about it, right? Let's do it. Just that's how it would be. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was obviously not a factory guy, but I was living there, staying there. I'd drive the truck and wash bikes and whatever. And yeah, you know, I was basically they'd have all the setup and my my stuff would just be on the side here. You know, like that was me. I was like. Subby. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. Like, you're 19 years old or whatever it was at the time. 20, yeah. Like, you're not legal to drink over there at this no. point. Like, to be 20 years old to go over and race dirt, from dirt track here to go over there racing flat track, what a great experience. Unbelievable. And then the following year, man, I went back. I was 21 and I sold everything I had here and packed up and that was it. I was going over there, you know, like. So was that the on any Sunday dream at that point? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Did you get a van? Uh, eventually, yeah. Yep. Yep. Did they? Did you get? Did you get their truck to drive or what? There's a smile coming through oh, your face here. Just, There's got to be a story. This is a rabbit hole thing I'm talking. To, I was telling you about. Like, Tell me, just, man. So, um, we go and do the Peoria thing the first year, right? Yep. Following year, go back do Daytona short track. Yep. Then come home because there was always a big break. It was like the start of March, and then right. Springfield wasn't until late May. So come home. Plan is I'm going back mid to late May, I'm going to stay for three months because that's all you could stay as a guest. Because you didn't have a visa. Didn't have a visa. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, go over there, <clears throat> land at whatever time in the night, get the Moex shuttle from the airport down to Jeff City. <clears throat> and, uh, and Travis is like, dude, we're going tomorrow. We're going racing. They were going over the East Coast somewhere. <clears throat> he's like, it's a national on twin, so I couldn't race it. Yep. <clears throat> um, he's like, I'm going to drop you off 
Mount Vernon, Illinois, my buddy Boone's going to pick you up. You guys are going to go racing wherever. I'm like, all right, sweet. I'd never met Boone. Yeah. Anyway, so he's like, get a 450 together, grab some gas and a stand, gear stack, whatever. Blah. So i like just flown over there by myself, just flown over there, done the whole deal, whatever, jet lag or whatever. I don't know if that's even a thing. Get this bike sorted, chuck some tyres on, get a gear stack, some gas, blah, blah, chuck it all in the truck. Off we go the next morning, first thing, right? <clears throat> get to Mount Vernon, Illinois. Travis go, chucks me out on the side of the road. It's 100 degrees and I'm just on this little piece of nature strip or whatever, like on the side of the interstate. There's a gas station about oh, half a K down the road, but I'm just in the middle of nowhere. It's like this gravel parking lot area, two garbage bins. I lend my bike against the garbage bin, gear bag, drum of fuel, and I'm sitting on the race stand. He goes, Burn will be by in about half an hour, pick you up. Sweet ass. Off they go. I've got no phone, no nothing, right? Just sitting here on the side of the freeway in America. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know this part till later on, but Travis gets back in the truck, rings Boone. Hey, dude, I've just dropped Mickey's at Mount Vernon there by that gas station, blah, blah. He's like, what do you mean you've dropped him? He goes, I'm still in Nashville. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, he's about four and a half hours down the road still, right? Hasn't loaded on anything. Yep. So he packs his stuff. I sit there in the baking sun this whole day. Anyway. Hours and hours, and I can't even walk over and get a drink because I don't want to leave me bike no. over there. <laughs> you know. So anyway, I overcome. Boone swings in there four or five hours later. Got this busted ass. Both bumpers knocked off. Every door's got a dent in it. Soccer mum minivan. Yep. <laughs> Brake pads squeaking. He's got the window down this far because that's as far as they'd go. He's like, "Hey, man, you must be Mick. Let's load this shit up." <laughs> Put me bike in the back. I'm like, "Hey, mate, how you going? Yeah, Mick. So like, yeah, jump in, boy." That was my introduction to Boone. And we spent two summers, man, just he and I driving around in minivans like that, yep. just racing every little podunk, outlaw, everything, you know. Like he's like, the only way to figure out how to ride these tracks is to ride these tracks, you know. So we'd, we'd ride anything, Tuesday night for 12 bucks 50 you know. It didn't matter what it was, where it was. Yep. We went there and raced it. So tell me about this outlaw thing. Like because um, here, in, unless you're really deep in it, here we hear about AFT, like we hear about, yeah. you know. yeah. Like when I've travelled over here, you see the little tracks. There's heaps of little tracks dotted up here and there. But yeah. tell us about that. So basically, um, and back back then, like outlaw racing was how you made your money. You know, really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you could race. Uh, best way to describe it would be um, uh, Grafton Show. Right, yep. he's on, <clears throat> and it's a hundred percent payback. So if 20 dudes turn up there and pay their 50 bucks to ride in the pro class. They have all the, you yep. know, vets and kids and all the rest of it. But the pro class is 100% payback. So if, if 20 dudes turn up and all pay their 50 bucks to ride, that's the prize money pool for the for that class, right? Wow. <clears throat> well, Grafton's just a small town over, but on Friday night, the Ballina show is on. And what was the shop there? The Seaside or Northside? Seaside. Seaside. Seaside are putting five grand into the into the purse. And it's 100% payback. So now Max is coming down and Drainy's coming. You know, like, so you get a bigger herd of people chasing that bigger yep. prize pool. Yeah, right. So, that, and that was outlaw racing. And you could, like, the county fair, dude, through the summertime, the kids are all off school, there's county fairs everywhere. So you would just go county fair to county fair to county fair. Yeah, just racing. And like some, like I said, some of them would pay, you know, we've had change in some of the envelopes. I mean, like you win the 40 pro class, where we make 17 bucks or something, you know. <laughs> And there's nights where you earn yep. a few grand, so yeah, it's, it's great. Is is that like, is that the dream? I th it was for me, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 
by just sitting here listening to that now, it gives you sort of chills. Like yeah. it's like that is like the coolest. The, the, what I reckon intro. was in, was incredible. Is yep. You could have like when I first went over there, Mikey. I don't know if you know Mikey Rush. He was no. he's done pretty good in the sport. Anyway, Mikey Rush was just a young kid, like seventeen years old. Jimmy Wood, same. Or maybe they were a little bit out of it. Like right around my vintage, you know. Yep. And um, two kids from California put a dirt track bike each in the back of their van and just went travelling. So that was their summer gig. Three months of the year, doing outlaw races, doing the nationals, just living on what they were making, you know. Like Damn. no job, nowhere to be, nothing to have to do, you know. A video car, a video arcade on a Tuesday or the titty bar. Or what, like didn't matter, you know, just yep. going and doing whatever you want to do. Yeah. And it was at the time too. It was cheap enough to live over there. Gas was, gas was free. Man. Gas was gas was nothing. Food, drink, whatever, yeah. fuel, like what gas. You know, like it's just all nothing. Like, and there was money in the sport too. Like you yeah. know, you go. Probably maybe one of my downfalls was if there was an after party, I was I went to it. You know, like I would yeah. like to hang out, and be one of the boys. Or I'm whatever. gonna have to ask you about this part, but yeah. And uh, <laughs> but I mean, you go to you go to the races or whatever, and like, oh yeah. man, good ride tonight. You know, blah blah. Bum, what happened or whatever. You know, yep. someone put a hundred bucks in your pocket. Someone put a hundred bucks in your pocket. You know, like that sort of thing just happened at the start all the time. Oh, man, so glad you made it up tonight. Here's 100 bucks for fuel money. Yep. Thanks, dude. Like that kind of thing was just everywhere. Yep. And then Generosity. Yeah. Mm. And then GFC or whatever. Everyone goes from driving Dodge Doolies to get the groceries to freaking smart cars and the world just become a completely different place. Shit all. <laughs> Gas is three bucks a gallon. God damn it, we're going to slow her up. Okay. Yeah, because that's – and this is probably not what changed things, but that was um, – Change things. You ride on. You came into that time. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. Riding like, actually, no. We'll get to riding gear in a second. But Australian dirt track titles always because I, I I say dirt track, dirt track motocross, right? Dirt track's full of a lot of alarikans. Mm. There's a lot of a lot of alarikans in the sport. And Aussie dirt track titles after parties are always a fantastic place to be. Yeah. Um, do you have any memories from any moments? Any memories? Because you're saying about after parties <clears> like. For me, there's a there's a distinct memory of a 2003 Aussie Dirt Track title in Maryborough, one you mentioned before. Yeah. Um, yeah, being in a Fairmont gear in the main street of Maryborough, with like pretty much nearly every rider that was at the event. But uh, you might have even been there. But no, um, I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been. No. No. Dad yeah. would have. Dad would have been driving home. Oh yeah, of course <laughs> you would have. Um, do you have memories of after parties, Dirt Track titles, anything like that from Australia? Yeah. Uh, or does it always work? You've got to get back to Yeah, I don't think – like we didn't get – I didn't uh, – that's another thing what I mean. Like I was yep. sort of a bit too serious about it, I yeah. think. Um, I mean, I'm sure there would have been some, but no, I, none just spring into mind right mm. now. It's interesting. Cause oh, it, actually, oh, well, one, I remember one presentation. Yep. Uh, Broadford it was. Right. And uh, Smithy, Graham Smith was the, was the defending Australian Tivity champ going in. Yep. Chris Seaton beat him, you know. Oh, no, actually, this might have been Ballina and Rolls Reverse. Cedo was the defending champ. Yep. And it would have been because 01 was Broadford, I think. My first go, we went down there and got flogged. Really? So, yeah. So then we went Broadford, Cedo won it, and then we can't beat a Ballina and Smithy won it. Cedo got second. Yep. And he says, uh, <clears throat> you know, he's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm really happy. If there was anyone I had to give my Australian championship to, you know, I'm glad it went to Glenn. Wrong name, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> really? Straight up? Yeah, that was straight up. That was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, he's my best mate. I don't know his name. It's good. Ah, uh, nerves. Nerves. <laughs> yeah, that, they, they, yeah. The particular incident I'm thinking of is um, Diffie's. So, yeah, but uh, that was at Maryborough and you wouldn't, probably wouldn't have been there. But, yeah, Cole Diffie, 206. You would yeah, have had a few medals yeah, with that guy. Yeah. So, um, now talk about apparel. <laughs> 
What's going on there? Oh, Cole, man, he would roll around all day. He couldn't get out of his own way. The final would come, pow, gets the whole shot. No one can pass him. He'd win. Oh, man. Yeah. On that purple Honda with the yellow. His machine. Yeah. Cole Diffie. Obviously, purple was a bit of a homage to um, Pete Coward. Yeah. Yeah. So Pete always used to run the South 500s and, um, yeah, good rider. Yeah. Now, apparel. You've dropped into America on a Suzuki team. I'm guessing there would have been... Because you hear stories of people going to America and they'd be like shopping carts of gear. Is yeah. that how it was? Not shopping carts, but riding gear with new every ride, all that sort of stuff? Or was nah, like, no, nah, not really. No, no. No, no. No, not really. We had we did have some cool stuff, though, especially in the past limited days. Yep. Um, but... Um, I was I've been pretty fortunate for a, a quite a while with gear, but like there's always been a, enough or whatever. Yeah. And the older I get, I hate wearing the same stuff twice. I think you got to look fresh every time. Oh jeez, <laughs> fashions on the field, eh? Fashions on the field. Hey, your gear does look good. You're running. Thanks. Moment. Oh Last yeah. It's, it's Lasty's got me hooked up. Yeah. I see the I see the oil on there. Oh, how was that? Yeah, it's pretty factory, <laughs> mate. I uh, I visited there on the way to um, Appen last year. I went to their new place. Yeah. Be cool awesome. when it's done, eh? Yeah, yeah, really, really good. I yep. had to pick up the maxima for the prizes at the um, at their place, and I was like, that had only just been in there a short time, short enough that their address was still the old place, and I was wandering around trying yeah, to find trying it. To find so, it. Um, yeah. Johnny's a rad dude too. Yeah, I haven't met Johnny yet, but yeah, he's an extra tracker. Really? Yeah, that's the background. He's a proper cool dude. So, like, you know, I'll get him on here one day, but I think he was. You know, chipping away in the mines, working, trying to build a business, and just had to work his ass off to do both. Pretty cool story, eh? Yeah. Now, America story, eight, eight, nine. <clears throat> nine comes into a time where you're there for the year. Yeah. Um, nine was the first full year. I think I missed a little bit of stuff in eight, but, yeah, nine was full year. So where's the season start in nine? What do you start um, off with? It's West Coast, isn't it? No, it starts Daytona, short oh, track. Daytona, yeah. 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 Daytona. Yeah. What's that like, Daytona Bike Week? Rad. Super cool, but, again, like probably had too much fun downtown and whatever, yeah. like hanging out in Main Street. It's a good yep. time. Once the racing's done, we're early in the week and then yeah. Supercross and 200 and whatever, but we'd always hang out and yeah. have a good time, but, yeah. What's track like to ride? Terrible. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah. Slippery as ice, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was never very good around there. Just low group. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Where's it moved to after that? Well, I got to ride um, oh, Mon- Municipal Stadium or whatever it's called. It's felt funny to how yeah. you say it. But anyway, which was like the high school running track. Oh, wow. We got to ride there and then uh, they moved it to outside the motor speedway, you know, like on the yeah. – yeah. So then we got to ride there for a couple of years. Did you did you ever – and you may have, but um, what's his name? Did you do any of the other major long tracks? Yeah. Was that a, was that a good introduction to go into America? No, I don't, oh, I don't nothing think, like nah, no, nothing so. at all. No, just the speed and that. Um, no, nah, no, nah, I don't think so. No. They were cool means, but I, good, I love that. Redcliffe runs, yeah. yeah Redcliffe is unbelievable. It's man. great, eh? best track ever. Yeah. You what get to ride it? No, I didn't ride. Just spectate. CR two fifty. CR two fifty. Yeah, that's great. They were really good. I only yeah. think it went for two or three years. Yeah, but um, I, I have good memories of you know crumpy riding the wall and some some pretty lethal things like that. So yeah. It was uh, definitely good to see. That was good. Jim Bob Turner breaks his speedway sidecar in half at Redcliffe that night. Remember that? Nah. So they start the final. Yeah. He high sides going into turn or their one, our yeah. four or whatever. Red flag comes out. He backs off or whatever, however it happens. Yeah. He high sides it, snaps it in half, comes back down to the pits and he's like, 
who didn't make the final, we can borrow their outfit. And this dude's like, yeah, man, ride mine. Wheels are out. He wins the final. Pretty rad. Psychars, eh? Yeah. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. That's the spirit too. And yeah. it still stayed within the sport. They they were just trade motors. Like, you, yeah. yeah, you go, you take this one or something. I've got a brand new one, 85% built in me shed. Sidecar. Yeah. Have you ever done it? Uh, I've dirt track sidecar. Yeah. I've never speedway sidecar, but I got, I got one now. Adam Lepke's hooked me up with one. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you going to have a go? <clears throat> yeah. Speedway? Yeah. Wow. That's why Darren Trelaw's retiring. He heard I was coming. Oh, my <laughs> here it goes again. First little bit of gains in the speedway side cars. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. That's yeah. really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, so you go from Day- Daytona. Where does it travel to after that for that series? And um, does it feel good? Like you're sort of three years in, roughly. You've got yeah. a feel for the people. The yeah. Um, traveling with burning the burning the van. Yeah. And yeah. Oh nine was rad. Um, yeah. I won uh, AMA Rookie of the Year in 09. <clears throat> I was riding a bunch of um, the they had like the basic twins or whatever, which was like the first year expert twin guys. Yeah. So it was like me and Brendan Robinson and Corey Texter and yep. uh, Chad Coase and Rispoli and all those guys all like were at this at the same point. Yep. Um, but man, all I wanted to do was get me points to go GNC. I just wanted to race with the big guys. You know, like I should have probably put a little more focus on doing that but I'm like oh, I don't even care about this I just want to race with them guys so is that how it worked it was a point structure to yep. get to yeah yeah yep. so you got to earn your you got yep. to earn your way into see yeah yeah what were you riding for that uh had a SV650 yeah <laughs> that's pretty crazy yeah that, that's the bike. that thing was unreal board and stroked CNJ frame it was probably like probably the best thing I ever had over there it was so good and then got me points went expert and friended it and it was never as good. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, destroyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. And w- what's the budget for going from singles to twin? Is it? I could. I don't. I, I couldn't tell you to be honest. Like, yeah. I, I could only imagine. Big what, step. Oh yeah, but I could only imagine what it would cost. Um, uh, I got like a pretty good deal for 2010, <clears throat> right. um, and it all fell apart. Like a couple of races in, the guy. That was well, anyway. Long story, uh, and and we basically had to go back to doing my own thing. The guy that was helping me didn't want to work for the guy who was paying the bills, so we oh. said thanks, but no thanks. We're going to go back to doing our own thing. Done one more race, and he's like, "Man, I just don't want to go racing anymore." So then I was on my own. Oh, so 2010, I did basically majority of it just by myself. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> Semi Sweet was selling an XR 750 that had been built by Talbot, who's now Mises Mechanic, was Cars Mechanic yep. back then. And. Uh, Hell of a deal, you know. And I ring home to my dad and I'm like, "Hey, we've got to buy this Harley." I'm like, "I'll win the, pro- I'll win how much it costs us back in the first three weeks on this thing." Like, "Oh, we next level on it," you know. Anyway, mum and dad refinance the house. We buy this XR750, and I didn't do any good on it ever. No, <laughs> no, I did alright, but yeah. but um, you know, like I would race it and race it and race it, and Kenny told me like, "Man, you can't just ride these things like that. You got to, you know." give them valve jobs and do this and check the rods and do this and do that. I'm like, I mean, it's not in my budget. We're just riding it, you know, like. Yeah. So everything that, that I ever done was like super shoestring. Yeah. Yeah. What were way, they? way too shoestring. Well, what, were, what were they like? When you first got on a 750, what was yeah. it like? Um, the Suzuki's were way more exciting. Why? Well, like the SV1000s and SV650 yeah. and stuff, you get on those things on the road, you know, like to test them out or whatever up the driveway and 
they're like, Brap! you know, they were aggressive and they yep. accelerate and road, but obviously on the dirt they spin the tyre. Yep. You get on XR 750 and accelerate down the road and it's like you've almost got to have two goes at the throttle and they're like, Brrr. you know, it's mm. just like a, it's like riding a GSXR 1000 to a street glide kind of thing. Right. You know, like. But is that different? Well, not really. You know, yeah. that's just like the. The, the relation. Yeah. The XR yep. though, obviously, once you're on track and going is like a Rolls Royce. Like they're really, really cool. But yeah. to ride one down the road, they're like, eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heartbreaker. Left foot pegs like wedged up under the pipes, and you got to put your right leg around the carburetors and don't rip the air filter off. And you know, like they're goofy as. And then once you let the clutch out and get to the first turn, you're like, dang, that's that's why they're like this. Yeah, they're, they're built. They're built for this. Yeah, yeah. And that's pretty. Is that is that what you really wanted? Just to get into the twin? Like you really? Yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that was. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, man, I won like. I think I won four of the um, nationals that year, like the basic expert nationals that year. Yep. Um, and then as soon as I had the points to go GNC, I'm like, I'm riding with the big boys. So I just wanted to. Yep. So I, I probably should have, you know, we had a couple of mechanicals and stuff, new bike on and some things out. But looking back, a little more preparation and whatever, probably focusing on that, I probably could have had a run at that championship, you know, like. Damn. Yeah. Do you know the price of that bike? Then? Yeah. I know, I don't. It'd be, it'd be a fair figure. So they weren't cheap. F&S Harley-Davidson, you ever heard of F&S Harley-Davidson? No. The guy who owned it, Gary Stolzenberg, he right. built that thing and it was 90% done and then I don't know what happened. They, I think they lost their Suzuki dealership actually. They were Harley and Suzuki. Right. And um, they just parked it, just give up on it. Yep. And um, Travis knew about it and he rang Stolzy and he's like, hey man, Got anything laying around Mick could ride. And he's like, if he wants to come and get this Suzuki and finish building it, he can ride it. And that thing had like Falcon full circle crank and big bore and cams and this and that. And, you know, I made a wire and harness and some pipes for it. Yeah. Where we go. Yeah, unbelievable, you know. So at this point, you're basically on your own. 2010, yeah. 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 Man, what a crazy time, eh? Yeah. And you're, did your old man only come over for those first 28 days and then you were back to um, the Yeah, and then he, he came over for the Daytona, the two-week Daytona trip in 08, and yep. that was it. That was yeah. it? Yeah. So the rest of it yourself? Yeah. Far out, that's, yeah. Was it a good journey? Unbelievable. Look yeah. back at stuff, man, and, and there's bits that I'll even, like, I forget and someone will remind me or say something and yep. it's like, man, like, yeah, rad, super cool. Tell us the battles over there. What's the battles like? Uh, like racing with yeah. people? Yeah. Oh, like, I mean, the, the, the thing with it over there, and I don't know if it's the same for everybody or whatever else, but there's days where you unload the bike and yep. you are right there. You know, like the thing's just however. Out of the box. Yeah. Yep. Like however it come out of the truck, is it's working. And you can battle right at the front. And there's days, you know, the next day you can go to a track that you think similar and be absolutely nowhere. Like they, they're big on change and stuff. And especially back then, because we were riding framers. Yep. So you can change like the steering head angle, the steering head offset, the swing arm angle, the shot. Like there's so many things you can adjust. And if I get there and mine's not working that well, I'll try and figure it out with me, you know what I mean? When they, they're all got guys there that have been doing it a lot and they can tune mm. and, and they can make a massive difference to the bike. For those that don't know, can you explain a framer to us real quickly? Um, custom build. Prototype. Yeah. Basically. Well, no, like a they're a dirt track frame, so they're essentially like a um, I don't know. You'd have to you may have to Google it. Maybe it looks like a. But they're a dimensional base fan. Tubular frame. frame. Tubular frame. Yeah. Yep. Trellis tubular frame. Yeah. Um, but super light on, like they're flexy yep. and right. And and um, you know when the when the stock frame rule first come around, I mean, oh, this is going to wreck the sport. If you you know if you can't have a frame, you 
might as well not be there sort of thing, you yeah. know. And I don't think that that's the case anymore. I think they've got the work, the stock stuff working pretty good now. Yeah, yeah things have developed, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, because, you know, like we don't have that here. You know, no. we don't, we, we never really have adopted it. I think try. There's population based, mate, isn't it? Yeah. We don't have the population of dirt track riders. I don't think they'd yeah. work as good on our stuff as they do over there anyway. Is that right? We've got heaps of grip. And yep. on the grip, those things want to get, you know, like a, almost like a slider. They want to, they don't want to work properly. They'll yep. jump around and carry on. Yep. They're more sort of, they're wicked on real slippery stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So high on a track, just floating along, slide. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's why they're probably never really, because you see a few get imported here and there. Yeah. You know, but never really take off too much. No. What was the first year you did X Games? Uh, 2015. 15 was that? Yeah. What was the experience of that? Uh, like another one the same like we kind of kind of knew that it was that I was going to get invited um, was that Texas yeah yeah like before it happened but I didn't say a word to anybody because I'm like man until I have the email yeah <coughs> um, but yeah awesome just to get invited by that point you're probably home two or three years yeah twenty twelve or something yeah like I think um, nine ten like I think eleven was my last it's proper day. yeah, yeah. Yep. So you're home a few years. But I still went back every year yep. and done one national. I, I told myself, well, whenever I um, made a national and kept me number, I'd go back and at least try one time. Yep. yep. So we would go and ride Peoria every year. You have a bike that you'd have a, the bikes in there? No, I'd usually buy something each time or, or oh, really? borrow, borrow something or whatever, yeah. Do you have any chaos with that or did it all work out pretty well? Um, no, I don't think so. Not too much. It's pretty smooth. You had a pretty, you had a pretty good run. Fantastic with that stuff, really. Yeah. When you look at that stuff, like because um, there's some on a whim things. The like whole, whole whim. life's been on a yeah. whim. <laughs> Were you there the year that Troy went over? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because that would have been not long before the Bayless Classic started firing up and stuff. I think it was right after. On. Was it after the first yeah. one? Yeah. Yep. So you were, that was right around the X Games time for you too. I'm I'm just trying to think, but um, how was that? Troy, did you get? There? Yeah, we didn't get to really race much. Um, we went to like this little short track the first night, and yep. the bike I'd borrowed broke straight away. Right. Um, That's I'm just trying to Troy think. Bayless for those listening. We just say Troy, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Yep. Um, I'm just trying to think because he was out. West when he broke his leg at Sacramento, but I don't I don't even know if we got to oh Springfield Mile we woulda yeah right yeah but I don't think we actually were in, ended up in the same heat race or whatever and neither of us made the main event that day did <clears throat> did the sport over there live up to the expectation you set from being a kid watching on any Sunday yeah when I first went over man it was incredible yeah yeah mind blowing and it just got sort of a little bit less not every year but sort of the, after those first two years or so it sort of just started to beat her off you know like Suzuki pulled the budget and then Harley went back to one guy and it all just like slowly yep. but surely fell apart. Yeah. GFC. GFC. Yeah. Yep. What a what a real bad time, eh? Yeah. Like yep. to be to be trying to you know push that way in the sport and there was money floating around and there's this opportunity yeah. to then have that happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. The the tracks, talk about miles and stuff like that. Yeah. Are they really enjoyable? Some of them are, yeah. Some of them are fantastic. Is it scary? Oh, it depends. Yeah. Some are, yeah. Really? Like um, we used to do this place called Beulah Park when I was over there. Right. And it's a mile and a quarter um, on the inside rail and it's a horse track. So it's like deep, fluffy cushion stuff and they 
half-ass water it and half-ass put some clay glue stuff in it to try and hold it together and it just ends up with chuck holes in it and it's dusty and you can't see and you're going like a zillion miles an hour, man. Jeez. And they're not worried about, like over here, you, you can't have anything with an inside rail. Yep. And obviously they run air fences and stuff now, but down the straights and that, dude, she's just the post and rail. Like you get out of the impact zone, it's she's just post and rail. Yep. And the inside's post and rail the whole way around. So you've got to be, you know, I don't know. Obviously, if you're thinking about it, you're not going fast enough, but... Yep. Yeah, looking back, there's some wild stuff. What's the speeds? Even like Greenville yep. um, is a big half mile over there. They used to run a national there, <clears throat> but she's chain link fence. And when I was there, there was no air fences. It was just hay bales around the corners, chain link fence, hay bales, yep. Lima's chain link fence, like, you know, the chicken mesh stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like and crazy. People going through it. Yeah. Crazy. And this is not long ago, but even still, like, you look at the footage now. Lima, it's still, still a chain link now. It's still the same deal. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you, like, do you have the feel of wanting to ever go back now? Um, sometimes I, when I'm watching on TV, I'm like, man, I could probably still get in with there with them guys. But yeah, because those guys too, like you look at the look who you came through with and a right like road with, they're still doing it too, aren't they? Like yeah. a fair few. Of them. It'd yeah. have to be a very special day for me to be anywhere on a twin. But I think some some days on a four fifty, I reckon I could maybe go all right. Yeah. Maybe. maybe maybe not. Yep. Tom hey. probably Tom probably put those uh, thoughts to bed on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Tom Drain, mate, that you, you got to give it to the guy. Yeah, eh? he's ripping, dude. Ripping. ripping. Yep. Really ripping. Um, and, and and mistake free. Yeah. That's the that's <clears throat> probably the big from what I've seen anyway. Like I I watched every lap, I commentated every lap, so I've seen no pretty much everything. Mistakes. There's nothing really yeah. that was thrown in there. And um, you know, varying track conditions throughout the whole time too. So yep. there's a mixture of things and yep. um man just yeah really good good race yep um i was going back to x games what is it like being an x games rider like what what is that actually like like is that because like as a kid we're the same age basically that was a big thing that's on tv as a kid yeah that must have been a pretty nice thing yeah especially for like say actual now like as well like it's you've done a lot of things mick but that's pretty damn awesome it was it was a bit like that yeah Yeah. um when we when we get to coda there that the first time you know Mm. There's a like a big door there with you know X Games athlete uh, yep. registration center you know, and I open the door and it's like full on Hollywood movie star shit like it's red carpet velvet rope the whole on and I go whoa and close the door and step back out. <laughs> wow. Carly's like, what are you doing? I'm like, man, that's not that's not me. That's not for me. She's like, yes, it is. Get in there. I'm like, all right. And I open the door and like sneak around the edge of the rope and walked out. Like I didn't get in the car. But I walked to <laughs> the site. I'm like, man, it just feels yeah. Like, some of them guys like do some real stuff, you know, like they're superstars and you feel like a bit of a undergrad there <laughs> hanging out with them, you know. It's so bad. It's so weird because you're at the top of your own chosen path too. Like you're good at what you do. It's hard to say that because you don't want to say that. But um, but you are that to them in the other side. There's mutual respect too, but it'd be yeah. bloody weird to walk into that carpet. Yeah. Yeah. Was the bikes good then? Um, yes. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I think what... What I remember of watching that too was um, it was a bit of a uh, revival for X Games a bit because I think that was the first year it went to Texas. Yeah. I think Metallica played and all sorts of jazz yeah, like that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was yeah. a big event. Yeah. Um, having the Harleys there for <clears throat> like – what did you get there? I think you got – The first year, um, out, I think I was maybe 10th or something. Yeah. I wanted to change the gear in and dude that was the mechanic for the bike, he's like, wouldn't do it, wouldn't do it. He's like, I'm like, dude, it falls on its face. Like, I don't know if you've – I don't know if Harleys are the same, but XR750, when it falls off the cam, like when, yep. when it gets out of its 
little happy spot, it's like clang, 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 clang. They won't go. It's not going. It won't accelerate. And I'm like, dude, it falls on its face in the middle of the corner. We need to put a tooth on. He's like, no, you don't. This, that, the other, blah, blah. And then after the meeting, he asked his favourite guy what gear he had on him. We were like five teeth off, you know. It's like, man, I screwed you. And that bike was a really, really cool motorbike. And I, I'm filthy that we didn't get to have a proper go at it, you know. Like, yeah. with, But then the following two years, I rode um, Tim Linford's bike. He calls it Old Ugly. Right. And he's a Harley dealership guy uh, from Salinas, yep. Kansas. And, uh, man, his bikes were rad. And he's like, if you want to rev them, we'll rev them. He didn't care. You know, he had two there. If we explode one, we'll try to wreck the next one. Like, it, he was just all in. Wow. And uh, his stuff was good to ride. And he was a super cool dude. Like, that was the, – the second two years were wicked with that guy. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Not you... that the first one wasn't. I'm not – Yeah. Whatever, but the, the, those having him and just whatever you say, he's like, let's do it. You know, let's he didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, right. So well, the first year, how, how did that come about? Do you get an invite in the mail? Like – what? Email, yeah. yeah. We, had, we had the internet by then. Yeah, it's different to the first two years. Yeah, 10 years later, nearly yeah. nine. Isn't uh, that weird in that short time, 10 years? Yeah. It did change completely. Yeah. So you got to invite, email. Yeah. Um, you've got to arrange a bike? Or do they say no? No, you've got to arrange a bike, yeah. You have to? Yeah. So what do you do there? You just pick um, up the phone or? Old yeah, well, no, by then, yep. um, you know, I had Facebook and stuff by then, so you could just message someone and, like, you send a text. You know, but I, yeah. I had... You know, I've made a f- quite a few friends about the place yep. over the years and, you know, shoot out a couple of messages, got an offer and blah, blah, and a few guys come back with what they can or can't do. And yep. Yeah, it was cool. Man, it's, yeah, it's cool to sit there. And it's, for me, it was the most exciting thing of the X Games to see, like, <laughs> i got a, someone that I respect a lot that's racing. It's cool. Yeah. It was bloody awesome. The so. whole shot the second year was cool. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to remember that. I got the whole shot in the main event the second year. It's heavy. Did you have a DNF in one of them? No. No? Nothing? No. No, I no, went three times, made the main event all three times, which I was pretty stoked That's on that. A, yeah, it's a mad achievement. Track yeah. good? No. Shit down. Yeah. yeah. Like made for that race every time. Oh, really? Yeah. The, no. the third one at Minnesota was... Um, was in a car park like it was they put the dirt down and wheel packed room oh, with some machines I went to Minnesota yeah yeah. which that was cool that's a rad stadium and stuff there's a new place as well mm. I'm sure we'll go into Bayless Classics now he wants word of mouth yeah. so you've got a bit of a relationship with um, Suzuki over the years you have had yeah first Bayless Classic um, and I think it's the first because yeah, he's word of mouth about two years ago um, I know where this is going yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you had a Honda? No, I had a Suzuki. You had a Suzuki? <laughs> yeah, tell me. Tell, can you can you just tell me about this story? Yeah. This, I've heard it sort of secondhand after a few beers that it does us or, or it's North Richmond Cup. a few years. So can we go through it? Um, so basically I was riding <laughs> Jay Foreman, who's an absolute superstar right. legend guy. He was running the Suzuki motocross team. Yep. And he was all about me riding the Suzuki's, you know, like. Yep. <clears throat> um, so it was like Mossy and Waters and me. You know, yep. anyway, and I had like they put in heaps of time and effort on the bike, it was great, blah blah, blah all that stuff, fantastic. Anyway, I went somewhere and rode a mate of mine's Honda, and it was really good. And um, anyway, Bayless Classic comes up, and we're going there. And leading up to that, I'd made a bit of a prick of myself when this is when we go back to saying, like, not. Because had you been invited in or something? Is no, there some sort? No, I was not invited. There is a, st- there is, yeah. I thought there's something about that. Yep. So, I get Troy's phone number from somewhere. Bayless's yep. phone number from yep. somewhere, and I ring him and I'm like, "Hey, mate, Smith Kirkness here. 
And he goes, Mick, I know what you're ringing about. I said, I'm not ringing for my sake. I'm ringing on behalf of dirt track riders in Australia. I'm like, can't have a dirt track meeting all stars and not invite the current Aussie dirt track champion, which would have been Castles at the time. Yep. And, um, and he's like, oh, yeah, probably a fair point, mate. But look, there's just not room, blah, 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 you know, whatever. Kind of blows me off. I was being a bit arrogant too, obviously. So Troy and Troy Ballas and I's relationship did not start out great. We did we weren't yeah. friends to begin with. Because this is the first year of the Bayless Classic. Yeah. yeah. And the year before that it was the Twilight. And I'd right. just come home. So it must have been must have started in thirteen, did it? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Thirteen. So twelve, I'd just not long come home. I had nothing, dude. I borrowed <clears throat> a sidecar, a nineteen seventy four Osa two fifty, a YZ activity two stroke, CR five hundred and a sidecar and went to the went to the Tari Twilight meeting and won every class and the dash for cash, right? Wow. Won everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I often joke with Troy, I'm like, if I hadn't have whooped you so bad that night, would have you even done the Bayless class? And he's like, I don't know, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he's like, no, nah, no one's getting invited, blah, blah. I'm like, Can I, if I come there, do I get a chance to race against you and take all the money? And he's like, yep. I said, I'll see you there and hang up the phone, you know, like, wenger. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we... Um, I got my Suzuki all sorted. It's got brand new graphics and new tyres and brake pads and everything's 100% prepped, you know. And this old Honda that I rode that I thought was pretty cool is just sitting there. I'm like, man, we should just take that too. So we chuck an old set of wheels in it, half-worn tyres, paint the shrouds yellow with a rattle can, stick the Suzuki stickers that come off the race bike on this Honda, paint the back mudguard black you know it was like two bunning strips because we needed so much more paint than we thought we were gonna have <clears throat> and i put a cover over it take it to the track and i go out and do the first practice session or whatever <clears throat> come in and and uh my brother says to me he's like what do you reckon i said oh i don't know i feel all right but not wow he's like yeah you look smooth but you didn't look that fast he's like i'd try that honda <laughs> oh jeez. i'm like you know what i'll just give her a quick go i take off me and i haven't even put my feet on the pegs yet after I took off out of the gate and I'm like, I'm riding this. Like, I don't know why, but there's something in me. He was like, man, I've got to ride this thing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I had to win the event too. I'd made a jerk of myself. I even put a Facebook post up that I was going to win it or something. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so anyway, yeah, that's that's the Honda story. I won it on a Honda painted yellow with Suzuki stickers on it. That's how it was. Yeah. Jay Conversation rang, with Jay, Jay rang on Monday because yeah. he was in America at the time and he goes... Um, how was that new bike, you know, blah, blah. I said, yeah, it was good. It was really good. Good job on winning it, mate, you know, whatever, blah, blah. And then rings back the next day and he goes, did you ride a Honda? I said, yes. I'm like, I'm so sorry, Jade. I started to and he's like, yeah, just drop that thing back, will you? Yep. See, mate, that was the end of the phone call with Jade. That was it? <laughs> yeah. So that was the end of my Suzuki yeah. ride at the time. Yeah, it was terrible, man. It was terrible. Do you want to win it? I'm still really good mates with Jay. You are? Yeah. Yep. We patch things up. He does all my suspension still. Like, dude's a legend. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad we got over that one. <laughs> yeah. So how, how old was the CRF at that time? Um, was it, it, it was a 12. 12, okay. Yep. yep. So they'd start to get there, get back together too. Yep. Yeah. Man, that's – because, yeah, you rode Suzuki's for a long time. Yeah. You had a fair few years on those. Yeah. Do you have that CRF? No. What's the, what's the Honda you've got now? The, um, you bought it to Appen last year, I think. Yeah, it's not mine either. <laughs> it's not? No. Because you like that bike. I love that bike. Yeah, that's yeah. a good bike, eh? Yeah. yeah. That's another good mate of mine, Benny Davis, man. He, I rode it at, um, remember they had that TT thing at Curry years ago? No. It was like nearly two years before Dave's first Appen thing. Okay, yeah. And um, 
and I was talking to Ben. I, I borrowed it to do that. And then months and months and months later, we'd moved house. Yep. And I had that 450 that I've got of Ben stored at a mate of mine's place. Yep. And we were talking one day and he's like, you should come and get one of my Hondas and ride that thing and happened. And I'm like, dude, I've got one of your Hondas. He forgot I had one. I forgot I had it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's yeah. how that came about. Yeah. So I remember talking to you last year about that thing like, it's just good. It's you a good one. It's good. Yeah. And it's not it's a new, motorbike. new thing. It's no, a, it's a 18, I think. Yeah, right. Far out. Baylor's Classics. They're a bit of a bit of a change for things. Unreal. It's good, eh? Kickstarted Australian Dirt Track, man. Best thing that ever happened to us. Yeah. Yeah. And that that one event, that 2013 Trivars Classic, honestly, I reckon I, I got more in my from winning that than I ever did from anything else in my whole racing life. What do you mean? Um, just like exposure and like I don't know about sponsorship stuff but just I just think that one race dude yeah. done so much for our sport and, on the map. and yeah and and me like I just think it was massive thing yeah I, I I couldn't agree more and I think uh we're all still talking about it now yeah like if you talk about dirt track you still talk about Troy Bayless classic yeah it's 10 years ago you know and and, and getting in with them guys too like Crumpy was always there and you know like Becoming tight with all them guys and then doing all those expos and all that stuff with Troy. Yeah. Like that was incredible, man. The ballistic scramble. Yeah, unreal. Yep. Best thing ever. It was the, like probably one of the funnest parts of my whole racing life. Was it was that. Like three years of, yep. yeah. Yeah. Flicky some fuel money and like it was sick. Yeah. Like a professional Aussie dirt track, I mean. And they had, uh, what, they had a, a good crew around it. Yeah. There was just no. It was the right vibe. It was. Yeah, which I'm glad that I could get smart and fit in because I didn't, I wouldn't have to start with the way I was. So when you, when you did come into it, was that first year after making RC on the self on the phone? Did Troy just let it be? Uh, he had a couple of shots at me about some stuff. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yep. yep. yeah. it's got to go that way. Because you would do the same if it was the other way. Yeah, and you have to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you were fast when you came out the gate there, though. I was not getting beat that night. It was just on. Yeah. Because the Americans came over for the first one too, didn't they? No, no, was there was the no one? Yankees. Just, I think they were here for the second one. Yeah, because we had Henry Wells. Who won the Sammy second Halbert. one? Semi-Halbert. Did Troy win the second one? I yeah, I think Troy won the second one. I think one. he did. I think that was the one that... And then the Americans come out. For the last one. Yeah. 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 Well, the last two, I think it rained. No, I crashed and broke my leg at the... Oh, did you? Yeah. Fifteen, I crashed and broke my leg. Because one of them, one of them was sort of just the rain and the rain and the rain. That was like, the first one. Was like that. Was it? Yeah. After the twilight year. Yeah. Yeah. And then the following year, finished rule eight. Yeah, I forget who win it. Herfos got second. I got third. Then the following year, it was dirty, and I crashed in the first lap, first turn, broke my leg. Because uh, there was one that Troy crashed into the final. Yeah. Final corner. Something happened there. One of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think. Watson won the veterans. Yeah. As he would. Yeah. That was pretty cool, eh? Yeah. He was riding my old bike. <laughs> oh, was it? That was pretty that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. Over all of it, what's a couple of say five standouts? What's five standout events, things, days? It doesn't even have to be days at track, but what's been five things that have really shaped it and made it a good time? Racing? Just racing, yeah. Um Oh, dude. I, I, one of the best racing days was yep. uh, Peoria TT. I'm not sure what year it was. It might have been uh, 09 or 10, one of them. Yep. Um, Wallace gets the whole shot and checks out. Me and JR Schnabel 
go to a war, dude, like backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. It's on Speed Channel. It was, it was on Speed Channel. It was on TV. And I've got a, a copy of it, man. I watch it back sometimes and he and I just haven't had it 22 laps or something, you know, and then we go to come off turn four and I bump into the back of him and Sean Russell goes past me down the straight and I just lose my mind. Two laps to go, can't do anything, finish fourth. I'm like, man, I just was on the podium for 20-something yep. laps. You know, like that one broke my heart, but that was like a really, really cool day. It was like a 23-lap all-out ding-dong battle. That's it was great. sick. Uh, that was cool. Uh, the Bayless Classic was cool. Yeah. The three Aussies in the one day was cool. Um, That's special, eh? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Hagerstown, Hagerstown, Maryland <coughs> was a good one too. Uh, just like a long, rough night, crashing and ripping pipes off and whatever and whatever, and then come through and you know, same deal, battle with them dudes. You know, like it was just a cool night. Just one I think of sometimes. But yeah, that's probably about them. I think. Now being a family guy, would you get your son into a sport? Uh. If he wanted to go that, if he chose that way, and you and Kylie chose that way, if he wants to, absolutely, yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't try and encourage it or force it on him or anything like that. It's just how it is. Yeah. Whatever. If it, if you want to, it's there. He's been surrounded by a bit. I know. Even though you try and get out of the sport, you sort of seem to keep popping up, which is good. Yeah. In some way, you yeah. know, like dust hustles or whatever it may be. Oh, it's yeah. always in a fun way, but he's around the stuff and he yeah. seems to like things with wheels. Yeah, it does seem so. I think you're in for torture, man. Yeah. I think so too. Skate parks all the time. Yeah. We live at the skate park, man. Well, that's when, when we were messaging and Kyla was messaging me about this thing. It was like, oh, I'll just tell you where the local skate – I didn't know if what you were doing through the day. I'm yeah. like, it's local skate parks within five minutes. It, you'll be sorted. So. Yeah. Um, Favourite bike, obviously that YZ is one of them. Is there anything else that you look at now? Like is there anything else that you go, man, I just – XR75 – Anything else that you'd love to put in your shed uh, that you'd like to track down after all these years? Um, that this me CR five hundred, I hope to keep forever. Like the one, me good one, you know, me race one or yep. whatever. That's dad's. Yep. Um, so that's your. That's your. We've had it for a long time. Well, like yeah. I was maybe seventeen or something. It's a ninety eight. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Good Nick? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you pull out the shed and road it if you want to see. Absolutely. Well, we take it to the beach every year. That's that one. Oh, is that the one that goes to Mackay? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Methanol um, burner? Oh, yeah. 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 Something about it, eh? Yeah. <laughs> do you remember, do you ever have any stuff on methanol? Yeah, my 96 CR is. Okay. Do you, do you remember the first time you ever rode it on methanol? Uh, I only rode it for a short time before changing the carb out. Yeah, okay. So, but yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. I remember the work that went into it. It's insane that for, I don't, I did, I'll remember it for my whole life. I remember the day that we put ours on methanol. Yep. Put them out of the shed and there's like some pavers down past our barbie area. And I'm like, bong, Game bong, changes. and fire a start down the backyard. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Like it was insane. It changes everything. Yeah. Puts a lot of work into the thing. Yeah. The, so mine, right? Like it's, uh, do you know Ben Rippon? Do you remember the name? Yeah, I do. So I've got his – he bought it in 96. Yeah. I bought his one from Aussie Dirt Track title. Right. And it won a dirt track title in that year. And so it's only been through two owners basically its whole whole life, my 250. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. But I lost some methanol carby somewhere. So I've got the fuel carby on it now. And I had the methanol carby in it. But I'd, for the life of me, I don't know where it's disappeared to. So I've got a couple. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be good to have. You know, so yeah, ninety six hour two fifty, great thing. Yeah, yeah, but don't get it out of the shed enough. So, which happens? 
Uh, Dust Hustle tomorrow. Obviously, yep. you've done a fair few of them. Uh, what do you write tomorrow? Exhale. Exhale? One, seven, five? Exhale. Oh, sorry. I said it wrong. <laughs> Don't punish me. Me 500. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep. back to that. Yep. yep. Nice. And then maybe a bit of fun on Harley's, isn't it? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, good. Yeah, awesome. Awesome, mate. <sighs> well, congratulations on winning AFTN two years in a row. Thank you. Thanks for coming in, mate. Uh, there's so many different things and chapters and doors opening and closing that I'd love to chat to you about over over some time. Yep. We'll leave this one here. Yep. But um, I want to keep seeing you around racetracks, and I think we will. By the sounds of last weekend, you're still want to be part of AFTN even if you're not riding it yep. and want to come to them yep. um, and dust hustles and things like that, mate. So thanks for coming in and uh, other part too is thanks for being a gritty character. Like little things like I'll say something. I, I had this with um, – I get along with Troy Herfoss really well. Yep. And like yourself, right? There's little times when there's a competitor on and then there's the guy that's just chatting to you as well. And I had it with Troy at Morgan Park. I pushed him about something, about a, th- a thing from my job actually. Yep. And um, he's like, we can't talk about it right now. He's like, I was like, ooh, the competitor's out at the moment. Yeah. You do the same sometimes when the competitor's there. There's a little – and I was like, thanks for that because it's really nice to sort of see it too is that's what makes you win championships races <laughs> and shit like that. So, man, it's been awesome working with you the whatever amount of years we've done little shit together and stuff. So yep. thanks, mate. It's bloody great. Thank you. Thanks, man. That's all we have time for on today's show. If you get the chance, head over to YouTube and hit subscribe on the Talk and Chatter page. Also, head over to iTunes and give us a star rating and a review there. It all helps to get the podcast out there. A big thank you goes to everyone that's been doing this already, and uh, we'll be back with another show soon.